The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time. For the misadventures of two somewhat good-looking yet overweight old dudes looking for... Love and all the wrong places. Is that, is that what it is? I need some love, man. Anyway, so... Uh, what are you doing? I'm looking for our timer. Dice leaving. I'm out of here. So, as you all know, we have decided, Matt and I have decided to try and uh, um, increase our socializing, social network, I don't know what you call it, but be more social. And just like a well-entrenched bureaucrat, we have done just that. Nothing? No, we've done it. We've done it exactly the way that I, that uh, <laughs> that uh, the well-entrenched bureaucrat does. Which, so, which is what now? During the Soviet Union times, there was a there was a joke, um, which was essentially a cartoon. You know, like a very much like a political cartoon type of thing, like a comic. There's just so many sounds going on. Anybody that's a sound engineer would be so crazy right now. Fuck. And um, so this factory had a quota of uh, 18,000 tons of nails to make in a month. Okay. Now, it's really hard to make, this is to make the standard size nail within the tolerances and the right size that are usable. Yeah. So, what they, so in the cartoon, they said, yes, of course, we're, we've, we've, we've made our quota. We've made 18, 18 tons of nails. And they have these two, or 18,000 tons or whatever it was, right? Right. 18,000 tons of nails, and they have these two giant nails that weigh 9,000 tons each. <sighs> oh, <clears throat> shit. I thought that was for real. It's a joke. Mm-hmm. But it's not that, the funny thing about it is it's not that far removed, right? Right, because they would, they would just not make it, they just make whatever. As long as they, they made their numbers. Right. As long as they made 18,000 tons of nails. they say, excellent, yeah. we made our, our right. nails. So that's essentially what what you and I have done in our attempts to go out and meet more people and do, to, be, to be social with the idea of going out and meeting more people. Uh, what we ended up doing in true entrenched bureaucratic fashion was actually Matt and I just, uh, we went out a lot more together. <laughs> Yeah, but we haven't. We've only met one new person. No, that, the point is, we didn't do. We didn't follow the. We followed the letter of the directive, but not the intent. The intent was for us to meet new people. But we were social. Right, but we were we were more social. We we're just more social together. Well, if we're more social together, we should meet more people, right? I suppose, but. Well, you have to leave the house, though. I just thought it was funny. That's a funny joke. I just thought it was funny because that's kind of what the that's kind of how uh, Donald Trump got a rude awakening into how bureaucracy can fuck with your directives. 
They hadn't done the whole time. Well, yeah. Which I thought was funny. And he's still got shit now. Uh, if you say so, I don't know. Oh, he did? Okay. But anyway, so that's the uh, that's the lighthearted... Ho, ho, ho. ...part of the uh, thing. So I guess now it's time for the unresearched opinions of two uh, culturally insignificant dudes. You're starting now. Ding! So, yeah. This is us. <clears throat> Let me reset. Uh, so, election time is coming up, and, you know, I, for one, can't wait for it to be over. Well, it, it might be over by the time people hear this. Oh, yeah, it will be. But I, um, as you all know, I, I actually, this is a funny thought. Or not a funny thought. This is just the thought that, um, I like to listen to NPR at night. Why? I don't know. I don't either. Because it's the, I don't, I don't have any other media stuff. In right. NPR is only the talking, right? No, no music. Yeah. So there was a story recently about abortion and without going into what, what I believe about abortion, because nobody cares. There was there were there were various women being showcased, and this one woman was talking about how she was getting an abortion because she didn't want to be married to the guy that she was with. She was just dating some dude, and she got pregnant. And she was trying to illustrate how much of a dropkick this guy was because she was like, "I came to him and said, you know, you should at least pay for it." And he was like, "Well, I can only afford to pay for half." Half the abortion. Yeah. And you know that was supposed to be. It was supposed to be. I don't know. It's supposed to tug at your heartstrings about how guys are just crap and and whatnot, and, and and these noble women are just trying to get by. And if you don't give them the, if you don't, if they don't have the tool of abortion for birth control, then you know they're they're screwed. Right. But listening to the story, I was like, yeah, the dog, the guy's a dropkick, but so are you. Right. I mean, why are you fucking this guy? Why are you fucking a dropkick? I wonder what the answer would be. I don't know, but that that's the that's the that's the thought that I had. I'm like, I'm like you're sitting there talking about how oh I had to get abortion because the guy is the I don't want to be with a guy that I'm I'm having sex with. Why are you having sex with a guy then? Probably because it's well I don't know that there's an answer to it, and I'm not going to make any kind of like value judgment. Well, I guess I already have, but <laughs> it just seemed to me well, you made the value judgment about having <laughs> sex with a dropkick. Yeah, and in with the transitive property, doesn't that make you a dropkick too? Why? Huh? Oh, you mean here? Right. It's right. Yes. If, if you hang out yeah. with criminals, you're probably a criminal. Right. So, what were the other women? Uh, I think there was one woman who already had a couple of kids, and she wanted to just get back to work. Okay. Uh, one woman who. I was half asleep when I was listening to this. And one woman who was talking about, she, she was like, you know, the the incredibly dramatic thing was like, I'm, I'm so incredibly fertile, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm like, okay. And again, making no value judgments about premarital sex, postmarital sex, marital sex, nominal sex, birth controlled sex, whatever. There's, there's an easy way. It uh, seems it, like they're trying to make this whole... That the left is trying to make this whole notion well, about abortion. It's not just well, yes, the left are trying to make it about abortion, but culturally, people are kind of on board with it. And 
I was just, again, it's easy for me to say as a person with zero options <laughs> to be like, well, just don't have sex. Well, yeah, well. And, you know, the, the response to that is like. You could have sex if you wanted to. You're right. But you choose not to. Because I'm not going to fuck a dropkick. <laughs> You're just as much of a dropkick. <clears throat> Which is why I'm not uh, procreating. That's no, not a bad response. <clears throat> or even going through the motions. But uh, with with the election and with all, all the elections and with all the people talking about the stuff that it's they're the talking about. It's the election of our lifetime. It is. And Again. luckily, well, every, everyone is a new Four one. Four years later. Two. Two years later, sorry. Uh, but... It feels it, like four years. It, it brought me back to the idea of, like, you know, politics as religion, which brought me to... Politics and religion or politics as, as religion? As. Okay. Because it seems to me that we're pretty well geared towards worshiping something. And if it's not going to be God, then it's going to be money, sex, politics, people, yeah. most, mostly ourselves. And uh, it seems that in my lifetime, worshiping yourself has become a very accepted form of idolatry. Well, that's pretty much what uh, a lot of social media is. I think everything is, kind of, it seems like. Me. Yes, all about me. And of course, when you say that, like, no. I want to save the world, or I want blah, or I want blah, blah. And I'm just like, nah. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> the hell? Uh, what else has been going on? Oh, I've read a couple of books that really just made me angry. Which More seem, books that made you angry? Seems to be the intent. Maybe you should just read fiction, bro. Yeah, but I've read all the fiction that I like. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of fiction, man. There is, but, um, you know, I'm not interested in everything. Right. Unlike the Dalai Lama, I don't want to be one with everything. <laughs> Why am I suddenly having an allergy attack? Maybe it's performance anxiety. Could be. <laughs> Damn it. So basically, this, uh, this episode is just going to be you sneezing. So annoying. For somebody. I was feeling fine until <clears throat> we put the thing on. You're like Michigan J. Frog. You need to explain that because I think you talked about Michigan J. Frog before we didn't explain it. It's an old Looney Tunes cartoon where this construction worker <clears throat> finds a frog. And his lunch pail, right? In something. I think it's his lunch pill. And the frog's just singing, you know, hello, my baby, hello, my baby. Got a top hat and a little cane. He's singing, doing, doing a can-can kicks. And uh, he's like, oh, my God, I found it. I found the thing that'll make me rich. Get me out of construction work. So he puts the thing in, a, in his in his back in his lunchbox. And he um, shows it to a friend. He opens it up. And he's like, look, 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 look. There's no talking between the humans. And the frog's just sitting there going, ribbit. And so his buddy is sitting there going, yeah, great, thanks. And as soon as the buddy leaves, the frog starts singing. So he has performance anxiety. I don't know if, if it's either that or... But, um... Yeah, I've, I've quickly run out of, uh... 
Uh, topics? Well, of serious topics, I mean. What about faith? What about faith? Well, I've been reading this book by George Orwell, because I'm going through the George Orwell, his other stuff now. Thankfully, he only, he didn't write that much, and the stuff that he did write was pretty short. Um, I've read a book called The Clergyman's Daughter, and without giving away too much about the book, she loses her faith, <clears throat> but then at the end of the book, she kind of recognizes that it's not necessarily about having faith, when you, even if you lose faith, it's about pursuing faith. So didn't you just give it away? Well, I guess I did give away the end of the book. <laughs> do you think there's a difference between faith and pursuing faith if you've lost your faith? Or if you don't have faith to begin with? I don't know that there's anyone that does not have faith. Oh, I think, I think there's, there's some things that can happen to you that cause you to lose faith. Lose faith in something, whether you question your faith in the creator or you... Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about faith in the creator. Or your faith in, in money or merit or whatever. Because she loses her faith. But at the end of the book, there's kind of a... There's, there's, there's a big indication that it's not necessarily about having faith. It's about the pursuit of faith. Huh. Which is different. Right? Because like a lot of people in their life, that's what they do. They spend their whole life pursuing and maybe and maybe looking for evidence of things or evidence of the creator or things to kind of renew their faith or to fulfill what they believe. But maybe it's not about maybe it's not about things having to be proven. Well you mean faith is an external type thing? Yeah. Why is my neighbor's dog barking? I don't know, but that's okay. Well, I, I personally think that faith is an internal type thing. And you use whatever external things that happen to as little piles of evidence for your internal. Yeah, but like if a whole lot of bad... Like let's say your faith is like... I don't think anybody's faith is necessarily unshakable. Right. And so not at all. Everybody's faith. Let's say like you've been on a pretty good wicket for most of your life. Yeah. Things are going pretty well. Yeah. You're like, I pray I'm dutiful. I feel like I'm rewarded as a consequence of these things that I do. And then a whole lot of shit just from around afar just descends upon you. And you just have, you just have shit, just life just gets really, 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 really hard. I would think that in that instance, your, your, your faith would be shaken. Well, it's definitely tested. Right. So, so then like, how do you get back? How do you get back? At that point, you know, like if you lose your faith, how do you get back? Is this like the joke about how my psychiatrist it takes to change a light bulb? No. What? what? I think this. I think the same punchline applies. What? <clears throat> One, but the light bulb wants to have to want to change. <laughs> what does that have to do with what we're talking about? Well, that's the whole thing about the faith, right? You either want, you either want it, or you don't. 
But external things can affect it. External things will definitely affect it. Right? So, like, a lot of people say faith only comes when things are hard. I don't know if that's true or not. I believe it is. Yeah, like the other... I'm just a joke machine, like the other joke. About uh, as long as there are tests, there will always be prayer in schools. (laughs) That's a good one. Ah, excuse me. Because in the book, her life is already hard. Her life is kind of shit to begin with. And yet she has like really strong faith. And then something happens, which is like can't really be explained. And then when she, and she basically loses her, she loses her memory. And she come, when she comes to, she's in a different place. And for whatever reason, her faith is gone. Well, you can it's only, just gone. You can only have faith if, yeah, I, I agree. You can only have faith when stuff is hard. When stuff is hard and it doesn't seem like you yourself can handle stuff, you really want some help. And if the help doesn't come? Or if it doesn't come... Well, often the help doesn't come, it doesn't look the way that you think it's going to look, right? Well, you want help, but the help is not necessarily what you're supposed to get. I mean, I think I think people tend to uh, no, like I want misconstrue. this X kind of help. I need this help. Right, people, people misconstrue the purpose of religion. Yeah, it's not about God giving you what you want. It's about you being able to deal with how tough life is. But do you think God gives you what you need, though? I don't... Because need and want is different. Again, I don't uh, particularly think about that. Hmm. The whole idea that if I if I dutifully do X, Y, and Z, my life will be shiny and twinkly, to me, doesn't seem like the point of religion. No. Depending on the religion. And yet, <clears throat> that is how a lot of people treat religion. Okay, well, they you know, have a, if I if I give right the prosperity gospels in the in the Christian tradition and and all that. There's plenty in Buddhism. But Buddhism is not about getting nice shit. Neither is Christianity. It's about, and you get plenty of Buddhists behave like that too. Well, that's because they're people. Yeah. In fact, if you sit there, if you sit there and listen to uh, people, and the message of especially especially a lot of Catholics, I think, what they what they talk about stuff is very similar to Buddhist philosophy. How's that? Well, Buddhism is all about being able to deal with the hard stuff in life. Right. And they and they say, well, if you don't have any desire, right? Every everything everything comes from wanting stuff. Right, yeah. All of your hardship. That's, yeah, correct. So that's, you, that's Buddhism in a total fucking nutshell. So you don't you don't want it, no problem. With, with Christianity, it seems like everything's geared towards not burning in hell. Well, you said Catholicism particularly, though. Well, yeah, well, because I, I, do, I do remember speaking to several Catholics who do not believe in Buddhism at all, talking about things, and, and, and I, don't, I don't even want to call it rationalizing, but explaining 
certain things that happen in their lives. <clears throat> and it sounds very Buddhist philosophy like, hmm. you know, like I, I depended on having this depended on I thought I thought I would be able to uh, have this car, you know, take me around all over the place. This car has been with me all, you know, for many, many years. And it's been able to I've been able to get along just fine with it. Right. And then now that car just doesn't work. Right. So I think God was trying to teach me not to. This is the the person, you know, saying I, I think God was trying to, to, to show me that I shouldn't have so much faith, I suppose, or reliance on this this thing. thing. It's like God's kind of an ass if that's the case. Well, I think that we tend to put upon God certain personality traits that, uh, well, personality traits that are inappropriate. Yeah. Do you think God's watching all the time, everybody? Well, if you believe that God is a supreme being, then he can. Shit. I'll try not to think about that. And because God is a supreme being, he can and he does and he cares and all this stuff. And I was like, great. If that makes you feel better or makes you want to believe more. He must have a lot of mercy then. Whatever. I sure he does. Dude, I can I can I can rattle off all kinds of stuff showing all kinds of mercy to people that don't deserve it at all. Yeah. Everyone in politics. Every one of us alive. Yep. Everyone making a living. I always have difficulty with the idea that of people that just seem to be out there just doing evil shit. And then I'm like, well, I know, I know God's merciful, but I kind of want the human part of me, the well, very human part of me wants them to pay. Maybe they do. For their behavior. Maybe they do. Maybe they pay. They probably do. Or they're eating golden bur- their their burritos off gold plates and. Have you noticed how unhappy rich people are? Uh I don't think it's all rich people. Oh yeah. Any, I, I have noticed any that any that any some person of them are, that some of them are pretty unhappy. Any person with any amount of self reflection, <clears throat> who. Yeah, any person with any amount of self-reflection are not sitting there going, if they have a roof over their heads and a and a and a and a and a way to make money and are able to feed themselves. Yeah. They are not sitting there going, Oh, I've got it made. They are sitting there talking about the bombs that are cheating and not doing anything and just sitting there, blah, blah. They're sitting there talking about the folks that are doing much better than them and about how they don't deserve it. And they're Wait, just are we guts. talking about rich people? Or are we just talking about people in general? Well, people in general, but I, 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 don't, I don't think I've ever met a, a person who would be called, quote unquote, rich that's happy. And I don't, you know... I don't know. I've what is some of those things seem like they're pretty happy. What's I'm happy? assuming they're rich. What's happy? I don't know. They seem content. Right. Enough. What's that? Ha- I don't know. Right. There's there's not a person around that's sitting there going, everything's great. I'm satisfied. Yeah. And the more you have? <laughs> that is actually something I've noticed. I mean, I don't, I don't want to... Sh- I'm not going to say all rich people. I will. 
Well, you can. Because I'll say all people. But but I have noticed, I have observed with the rich folks that I've come into contact with, and a lot of them are pretty miserable. And mean. So does that mean if I become rich, I'm going to be miserable and mean? You would be considered rich anyway. Oh. I don't think so. Well, of course, that's another thing. The rich people don't think they're rich unless they're unless they're super rich, right? Dude, I'm not fucking rich. Unless unless you've got unless you've got Elon Musk money. If I'm like rich, why am I like living in this apartment instead of living in fucking Malibu with my helicopter, and my fucking flight pad and shit? Well, because you don't make the money that it would cost to support all that, and if you had that, I don't think that you would be very happy with it. Hey, man, they're drawing... Uh, I, I could be part of a $2.5 billion pool tomorrow night. Hey, more power to you, man. I hope you get it. Me too. But, you know, this whole idea of I can change this one thing, then everything's going to be great, is total BS. If you, if, you, if you subscribe to that mode of thinking, I think you're a dumbass. Well, but and luckily, no one gives a shit about what I think, so it doesn't matter. I think it's just kind of natural, though. Well, that's the point. That's the whole... I mean, most people are looking for that magic bullet. That's the whole point of religion. Religion's like, there's no such thing as a magic bullet. Get over yourself. And people are like, well... But nah. I, see, I think religion's been infected. Well, sure, there's, it's, it's, it's full of people. It's been infected with that magic bullet thing. It's full of people. You know, right? Like, now there's this, like, philosophy of... And how are you going to get converts if, if you don't have that? You're going to be yeah. I mean, how are you going to get converts? That's not the message of God, though. How are you going to get converts if someone comes up and is like, "Look, your life's going to be complete shit," but you know, <laughs> you're going to live an abject. Everything. What do they call it in England? The uh... oh, it'll come to me. I can't remember. Like living an abject something, not poverty. Despair? Maybe. Stagnation? Oh, lives of quiet... People in England, it's always described as like... Lives of quiet desperation? Lives of quiet desperation. Well, that's people everywhere. Yeah. But if for some reason, it's applied to the English more. Well, the English... The England is an incredibly hierarchical society. Or it has been. I don't know what it's like Step there. Step up a lip and all that. You're supposed to just kind of, you know not say much about your your lot and just be happy with what you've got. That seems like a pretty good propagandistic way to keep the, the rabble quiet. Yeah. Well, not just the rabble, everybody, right? Okay, Earl of Fancy Pants, you might not you might not like your, your two-floor castle and want the, the three-floor castle that the Duke of uh, Fuck Me in the Ass has, but, you know... <laughs> At least you're not like those shit-eating shit peasants out there in a, in a sod hut. You know, maybe. But this whole idea of there's a magic bullet to make everything go away and make you be happy, you know. No. I mean, I complain a lot about all kinds of shit, but do I think that there's a magic bullet that's going to save me from, from all this complaining? Hell no. I'll just find something else to complain about. I find it very hard not to look down on people. Well, I guess it's better than looking up to people, so... Yeah, but, like, that's not a good way to be, dude. What do you mean you have a hard time looking down? 
not I have a hard time not looking down on people. In what sense? I just like it, people annoy the shit out of me, and I sit there and I have this attitude of thinking that I'm better than other people. I don't see how that's particularly negative. That's bad. If you say so, it is bad. I just said if you say so. I'm not disagreeing yeah, with you. I know. It's just it's just not it's not a good way to be. Okay, well then don't do it. You always say shit like that, like it's easy. It's not easy. The solution's easy. The doing's hard. Yeah. Solutions are always easy. I I have a particular pet peeve with the the homelessness, the homeless people, the bums that kind of get in your face. Well, they're dealing with their own private. Home. I wanna I wanna freaking, you know, when somebody does that, I'm just like I wanna, ugh, I wanna throw down, man. Well, they mostly leave me alone, so. Well, they don't leave me alone. Maybe because you're, they think you're too nice. There was some poor guy came into the store. The he was in the I saw him in a store the other night. He went up to like the deli counter, and uh, he was talking to the girl there, and he said, uh, "Do you have any sandwiches?" And she made him some sandwiches. And then he just like took the sandwiches and walked out the door and I'm, I'm like standing there and I'm like, dude. And as he's walking out, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you have to pay for the sandwiches. And he was like, oh, well, when I said have sandwiches, I thought she understood I was looking for free sandwiches. So he's a grifter. And I'm like, oh, but he looked hungry. I'm sure he was. And so... So the person so, there, and, and so the person moment, there was very generous with someone else's money. Well, I don't think she thought she was making free sandwiches. That's the point. Well, then maybe she should have asked. But I get it. I mean, if you're hungry, I mean, you're pretty much going to do everything you can. But I mean, you got to fucking eat, right? I suppose. But like I said, if this person's truly homeless and all this junk, I'm pretty sure that they've got a whole lot more stuff going on that that uh, you know you wouldn't trade places with them. Absolutely not. Well. That's about all the time we got today. Are we done? Yes. How long was that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I wonder if it was good. Probably not. But, you know, you can always prove me wrong by keeping on listening and liking and subscribing and keeping our accounts going up so that we keep on doing it. And? That was it. That was... Man, you really not like, you need to like... Fix your give a damn, man. Oh, my figure, my give a damn's gone. I'm just saying that it needs to be fixed. I got, I've, I've had a give a damnectomy. We didn't really talk about elections. Well, what's there to say? Everybody's every. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you purposely sneeze that loudly, or no? It just happens. I think you do it on purpose. No, but like for elections, I mean, come on. <clears throat> if you think, if you think that you can solve all the problems or all your problems by checking off a box once every couple of years, then you're sadly mistaken. So you don't think voting's important? I don't because everyone's like, you gotta vote, you gotta vote, you gotta vote, man. Well, right, you gotta you gotta play the game. You gotta exercise your constitutional rights. But isn't it a constitutional right not to vote too? Uh yeah, by Sure. But what if you don't want to play? Then they'll probably want to kick you out. 
and have you off somewhere with the, with all the other assholes that don't want to play. Just ostracize and isolate you. That's the whole point of society. And but society kind of sucks, man. It does, and so just doing this one thing once every couple of years is not going to change it. You want to make a change in society, then you got to do more. Yep. And the reason why most people don't want to do that. Well, yeah, you're right, and I don't care what the reason is. It's too hard. Why? Well, I, I don't care what the reason is. It's too hard. Living's hard. Why do people want to cling to life like that? Because the alternative is release, freedom. I'm not. A, I don't have a death wish, but the unknown. What's so bad about the unknown? What if it's nothing? What if it's better? What if nothing is better than something? Yeah. What do you mean something? What if, what if this is the nothing? What do you mean? What if this is the nothing and we're all clawing and fighting to try and stay in it? And what's after? <laughs> something good. What if, so, what if after is something better? I mean, that's what, that's what people tell each other. It fucking better be. I mean, that was the whole point. That was the whole reason why they why they got the the the, the uh, uh, you know, like when in many cultures, when somebody or a king or somebody died, especially in China, they killed everybody in his administration. Oh, that's right. Um, you know, up until not too very long ago, that's fucked up. Maybe last hundred or so years, uh, or maybe it was a little bit longer. Like you know, in India, when a, when a husband died, they'd kill his wife. I think it was the same with some of the Norse cultures too. Yeah, she would have to well, get on the freaking pyre with her husband. Well, no, she they 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 they'd kill a slave with her, but you know they wouldn't just kill her; they freaking burn her alive, which was not a very happy way to go. Yeah, but you know it's all because you know the li- the next life is better, and I'm just sitting there going, well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but you know you want to make things better here, then you got to work at making things better here. And doing one thing. That just reminds me of Thirteenth Warrior. That's at the beginning of Thirteenth Warrior. She gets on the, the pyre on the boat, and he was like, "This is the old way. You will not see this again." Yeah. I mean, that's fucked up, dude. I was thinking about that the whole time we're we're talking about that, but yeah, you know, so yeah, voting is important if you wanna if you want to keep the things the way they kind of are. Then yeah, voting is important, but it's also important to kind of get involved. To hold people to task. I personally think that you shouldn't treat those people like people. You should treat them. You should look at them and treat them the way they, they look and treat us. Like tools. I'll, you know, I will I will allow you to occupy a space so that you can lie, cheat, and steal, and have all the women and the money and the corruption that you want. But if you can't make things any better for me, or you can't help or have a hand in making things easier for me, then you know what? You got to go and somebody else can go in that spot. Right. That's how people should view it. But they don't. And they do at the same time because, because right, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll finish with this one story. Like uh, during, the, during the Great Depression, a lot of people didn't think that that was a very good idea, all the, all the money that the government was spending. Mm-hmm. But they were getting money. So they were sitting there going, well, I'll just keep on going with this because I'm not going to vote against my interest. And I'm, I'm of, the, of the opinion that you should because... It's probably not in your interest. But then when they did, they've done exactly the same thing again now. Well, they keep doing it and What was it? How much like money did they print for COVID? Uh, trillions. 
300 times the something or other? 300 years worth of money in a couple of months. And that all started, if you read the Lords of Easy Money, which is not a bad read, um, that's what they kind of did to stave off impending economic downturn. In 2008. Right. But they're keeping on doing it, and they've been doing it for the last, what year is it, 14 years? So the bill's going to come due. It's coming due already. Well, we don't know that yet. You'll know You'll know when it comes due, just like you'll know when Jesus comes back. <laughs> Everyone will say it's fake. That Jesus came back? Yeah, they call everything fake now. Well, you can... like, fake news. It's not really Jesus. Well, okay, but when Jesus comes back, you're going to know. <laughs> so when the bill comes due, you're going to know. And it's not going to be just this country that goes to shit. It's going to be all of them put together. So, oh, hey. things even when this, I I think with when things really go to shit, it's still going to be better here than than anywhere else. Maybe, maybe not, or it might not be that bad at all. I don't know, bro. Because right now, the people that have been uh, that have been benefiting from everything uh, have been people with assets, you know, according to that book, and. It made me laugh because the whole thing about the Democratic Party starting with Bill Clinton was the whole thing about trickle-down economics is terrible. It's no good. It's no good. Trickle-down sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Top-down bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. That's my encapsulation of the argument. Then. But it's the same, right? Because the whole, the whole point was you give a whole lot of money or a whole lot of resources to a very few people and then they'll spread it around. Ha. Huh. And uh, we'll that leave. That just reminds me of your old, remember that story you told me about your boss. That's that, a fucking good story. It's dude. exactly the same thing. You know, they're talking, oh, you know, you should give me tax breaks, you should give me money, then I'll, I'll hire more people and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like sitting there thinking, you had all this money and all you did was get a barbecue grill. Your boss like spent how much? 20 grand. 20 grand on a barbecue grill instead of taking care of payroll. Well, he also didn't pay, a stu- pay off student loans That's and stuff. fucking so. brilliant, man. But... You know, so the arguments that people that so, you know, even even though I I was a student of economics so much so that I've got a bachelor's degree in it, I can I can I can safely say that economics is bullshit. It's all about trying to trying to predict or figure out what people will do and trying to use numbers to back it up when you can't figure out what people do because people don't act the same way. So this whole the whole thing about you know why people are scared of def- deflation, economists. No. Okay, so the theory goes: if the prices for things go down, people won't do anything because selling stuff will make will 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 give them less money. Okay. But in the in the fucking a dropkick example, we all know that when your choices go down, people don't don't all of a sudden grow a spot and say, you know what, I ain't gonna do that. They say, "I'll okay, fine. I'll I'll do it. I'll take that." Well, you got to do something, right? Well, yeah, but you know, you got to be more than the than the disgusting story that I heard about the the women and the porn porn producer. Yeah, I don't want to hear that story. Uh, so yeah, don't be that. Don't be the crack whore.